This. This is, this is diversified, diversified, diversified game, game, game. game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. So, let the game begin. It's Kellen, and today, all the way from Arizona, Michelle Tucker is going to tell us how it is to be a COVID survivor, serial entrepreneur, and what's going to be, you know, the new thing that she does in 2021. Michelle, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, thank thank you. Thank you. And I, you see, like we were talking before we started, you know, recording officially, she has her mask, you know, folks wear your mask, please. But what <laughs> is, but tell us about your companies, because you are a first class consultant. That's not just the name, you guys, that is her one of her companies. But tell us about your businesses and what you do. So pretty much, um, I am, uh, like you said, a serial entrepreneur. I own multiple companies. My first company and my my baby um, is First Class Consultant. I started that company back in 2006, and it was based upon a lack of resources of entrepreneurs not having the right like support and like leadership like I didn't have when I first got started. So I kind of come in to other businesses, other bosses, other brands, and help make sure they have the right resources, support, tools, and leadership to be able to create win-win-win success. Oh, and what does you know that look like for those entrepreneurs? As a fellow consultant, I find that everyone kind of has a different approach, a different niche. Like, you know, how does how do you onboard a client and what type of clients do you love working with? Um, I onboard or kind of the clients that I kind of vet out are clients who are very uh, committed to their successes. They have traction. They have some type of level of successes that they've kind of uh, accumulated on their own. So I also work with startups as well. So the main goal for me is having passion, commitment, dedication, willing to work hard, and you have a budget to make sure that we can afford to do what needs to be done to make you pop, snackle, pop. (laughs) But Michelle, I don't have money like that, but when I blow up, you blow up when you come with those type of clients. Lord, (laughs) because I'm not a nonprofit, I normally, uh, you know, try to network those people to the right resources that actually help um, disenfranchise or new companies who just don't have the funding to do what they need to do. At the end of the day, when it's all said and done, it takes money to make money. But I do understand because I've been there and not having the money to do what it takes, but I had the resources, I had the time, and I had the commitment to barter and trade, to leverage my relationships to get to the next level of success. So as long as they, A, have the diligence or the wherewithal to work to uh, put in the time. Sometimes that time is money and that money can make your time. And, and you know, I was joking with you when I said that, but I know you've heard that so many oh, times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let, let, let me ask you, have you ever done this? And I know I do it often. So you maybe love the idea. Maybe you love the potential entrepreneur, you know, already entrepreneur, but have you ever said, okay, look, I'll work with you, but I want half of your business or maybe more. And then they always run the other way. Have you ever tried that technique? Actually, that's a good strategy. I haven't tried that technique, 
Because if I did that for all the all the entrepreneurs or business people that I know, I wouldn't have no time for my own companies because they don't want me to wear one hat. They want me to wear all the hats. <laughs> so in those circumstances, I've been blessed to be in a situation where there's business owners that want me to have ownership. But I will say this. I'm extremely fair. I'm extremely humble. And I'm not into uh, business takeovers because I have my own companies. My goal is just to provide a support or to provide some level of leadership to help them get what they need to get to their next level of success. Definitely, definitely. And, and it can be a hit or miss. And if somebody is so willing to give up their baby, sometimes you have to be like, hey, what's going on? I have a team where I love to start things. Let's create the system. And then I want to go do something else uh, nine out of 10 times, like hang out with my kids. So or my wife. So that's that that's not for everybody. But, you know, we hear that so often. And I believe, Michelle, I met you um, I think a client had referenced you in the Clubhouse app. I know you're on oh, Clubhouse. I love I Actually, I had to take a Clubhouse break this weekend because from day one of being introduced to Clubhouse up until probably this past Friday, I was literally putting in about four to eight hours a day out of nowhere because I'm just really two weeks on Clubhouse myself. So we've been hosting multiple events multiple rooms, um, really getting a feel for Clubhouse. So I'm very appreciative of Clubhouse and all of the amazing connections, relationships, developments that I've been able to synergize with in such a short time. Now, for those who are going to bother you right after this and say, well, then do you have an extra invite if you've been on so much? Um, you know, because I hear the more you're on, this is a rumor, folks, don't know it to be true. You know, if you're on as much as Joe Button and Tiffany Haddish, you might have unlimited, uh, you know, invites. But for those, break down what you're trying to do on Clubhouse and why you think Clubhouse is such a great app. So my goal on um, Clubhouse is to really build a like-minded, like-hearted, like-spirited community. So that's my end goal. You know, obviously we're all pretty social with the other networks, you know, that are out there. But this one seems, it, this one hit different. This one is pretty much a lot of what I've been searching for with, with my business networks and, and trying to connect with people who are like-minded, who are go-getters, who I feel like are equally yoked with what my vision is. So it has been an amazing ride thus far. And yes, you have to have an invite to get on Clubhouse. So yeah, I've had a couple of people hit me up on the low, like, send me an invite, send me an invite. And I'm like, listen. These invites are special. You just can't give these invites to know any and everybody. But I've been um, excited to um, be able to uh, afford to connect a lot of my power network on Clubhouse. And we are having so much we are having so much fun. Now, talk about that power network, because, you know, having multiple businesses and, you know, also uh, moonlighting as you guys see her picture as a model. She wants to let you guys know she is available <laughs> for move, movie and TV gigs. Yeah, if you want to fly her to L.A. real quick, <laughs> uh, you know, um, talk about that, that network. And what did you do to get to your level? Because. I mean, everybody nowadays is a consultant in something, but even the consultants need consultants. But a lot Absolutely. of times, you know, young people ask me, well, how did you get there? What was the th steps that you took? So I want you to tell them what steps you took to say, I'm a consultant and I can help you and I can prove it because of what? 
So pretty much for me, <clears throat> even in my like my earlier career days, I'll be honest with you, it was straight like getting it out the mud. It was straight passion. It was straight desire. It was I was hungry for success. I was hungry to learn. So a lot of my years, like I just put in the work. It wasn't about the money. It was about the art. It was about the craft. It was about developing relationships. I came into a lot of my relationships sowing seeds. I never asked for nothing. I wanted to learn. I wanted to grow because you think the art of, 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 of giving bring, gives you an opportunity to reap. So when I understood that law, law of attraction, when I, and I also believe in God. So when I understand that the more you give, the more he will open up for you to receive, I also took that mindset into my business. So when I walk into business connections, business relationships, business opportunities, I come in with a, with a given spirit. I don't come in with a taken spirit. I don't come in to try to see what I can get out of the connection or the relationship, which is why I been on this win, win, win lifestyle journey for over 10 years. So I know win, win, wins is in the song. But win, win, wins is my heart. Win, win, wins is my mind. Win, win, wins is my business slogan that is registered in the state of Arizona because I'm serious about win, win, win opportunities. Sitting here on this interview, learn and you it, being introduced to me from Clubhouse is considered a win, win, win. So yeah, the main goal for me and what I would um, share with any entrepreneur coming up is to be an apprentice, to volunteer to uh, submit yourself to a mentor that can just teach you, learn, be a sponge, absorb. And when you are confident, when you have built trust, when you have built integrity, when you have built a name for yourself, people will come looking for you. Ooh, some of y'all heard that word. That some, <laughs> some of y'all hate to hear submit. Some <laughs> folks do not want to submit. But Michelle is not just, you know, a business owner and a mother of three. She's also a wife, you know, and who knows, maybe soon to be a mother of four in 2020. No, wait, Jose, don't, don't, put, listen. <laughs> don't put that on you. Okay. Don't put that on me. <laughs> okay, <I'm done>. okay. <laughs> I, I, I feel you. I feel you. I think I think we're done. You know, uh, that's what we say. We see what God says but um but that that submission to be under someone and really you know be able to follow I mean I, I I'm still young you're still young but a lot of people have a problem young and old with that submission can you go deeper into what that looks like especially with like this meet me too movement where I don't mean people need to be on their knees with knee pads and and a wipe you know but break that submission down what does that look like you know, um, in, in your journey and, and what you would advise others to do? Um, to, in my thought process and what I uh, mean when I say submit, um, you have somebody that you take advice from, you take leadership from, you take information from. I am real big on not having no yes, all these yes people around you. You do not need to, be, you are not going to get to your next level of success if you don't have people around you that don't keep it real with you. When you don't have people around you that won't hold you accountable, when you have when you don't have people around you that don't that don't hold you responsible. So when I say submit, I don't mean in a subservient slave. I got to do what you say type of mindset. I mean that you need to have you need to uh, align people, surround people around you that will check you when you need to be checked, that will hold you accountable, that will tell you you're doing good when you're doing good, that will make sure that you they can hold your hand on any level because it gets dark. It gets lonely. It gets stressful. You want to give up. There's so many roller coaster rides 
that you're going to go through emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and psychologically, as well as physically, and of course, financially on this entrepreneur journey. So to have to surround yourself with people who will hold you down, lift you up, check you when you need to be checked. That's what I mean when I say submit, have somebody to submit to. It's a real relationship, just like your guys' relationship. You got to submit and you got to be able to, you know, um, you know, work as a team. Now, um, what other businesses? I mean, you have the consulting, but you do other things. So talk about those businesses and how yeah. do those like merge into what you do? Like, how do you do multiple things? Right. So also um, I have first class notary. Um, I'm a loan sign and agent um, notary public. So that also just complements what I do holding up, you know, from a consultant standpoint, people come to me for legal purposes, administrative purposes, project management purposes. So it seemed like an easy fit. Plus I have a financial background in real estate that it was a no brainer to be able to officiate documents, act as a witness and kind of act in that retrospect. So that's kind of like how that connects. And then also as of this year, um, I launched, I, I, I kind of jumped into 20 feet of water in the cannabis industry on the um, CBD side. So we have a company called Twister Access. It's a beverage um, that actually has 25 milligrams of CBD. The inspiration behind why we even did that is because my, my partner, her mother was um, dying from stage four um, cancer. And she was just, you know, sick, um, not feeling well, not doing well, not very mobile. And I had like some, um, all kind of samples of just CBD, various products that I just been kind of sampling and doing due diligence on and really trying to be a student of cannabis. And I put together like a little care package for her. And when I gave it to my, my, my girl and she gave it to her mom, she called me instantly was like, oh my God, like she's moving, she's up. She feels so much better. Like I need to get some more of that stuff. And that was actually the brainchild that sparked us to be able to jump 10 feet into 20 feet into water and cannabis. And we formulated our own CBD beverage called Twister Access. So this drink is kind of unique because it also has a patent technology that we license through VESO. So our, our drink, the, the top, the CBD is held in the cap. So in order to activate the drink, you have to twist it. But when you twist it, the CBD shoots out into the water. So it kind of creates like a whoa or ah experience just off twisting it to open it. Then less belong. When you drink it, it has a very easy go down um, feel taste. And it's been a blessing to get to this point. Just this time last year, it was absolutely just a dream. And now we are actually living the reality. So we did a great um, press run. I mean, when I say like, ground floor like we're literally not even 60 days from um doing our press run um our, our press releases working on distribution i mean physically having a product that we can hold it we can taste it we can smell it and we can see it so cannabis is the next revolution um we're advocates we are consumers we are bosses we are excited about all of the opportunities dealing with social justice that are opening up for minorities we are a double minority uh, we also have a, a hemp cultivating license. So we are very serious about this move in cannabis and pretty much everything else we got going on. But, I'm, you know, with this pandemic, it showed us that we cannot rely on one income stream. We need to be able to make money in our sleep. So if it's, it's going to tell who's been grinding and who's been playing as we get ready to come about this pandemic, because we've been grinding over here. 
Yeah. And you being a family woman, it also, you know, shows in your personal life if you like your home when, you know, things lock down. I'm again, I'm in Florida, was in Seattle before. That was a real lockdown. The governor's not having it here. But, you know, you really get to see if your life, the life that you want, the life that you are making, because you get to have an input in your life if you enjoy. If not, you got to, you know, go back to the lab and and redo some things but how now for the that you know a lot of the i'm just gonna be straight up with you in business i see a lot of people saying hey i'm a venture capitalist hey i'm an angel investor hey i'm a serial entrepreneur and sometimes i cringe because they're they're, they're not working you get it just with the laughter i cringe because i said you wouldn't even be invited into a venture firm because you're not a qualified investor you're you're not a uh angel investor just because you gave your cousin $25. But a lot of those people who are, are just doing the work, right? And when you're doing multiple things, time management is crucial. How do you manage those things and how many CPAs and bank accounts and, you know, team members do you have to make these things just kind of roll off, especially when you talk about press runs and that's the fun stuff for a publicist like myself. (laughs) (laughs) So so like tell people kind of the process of what your day looks like and how you put those things together because you might not have the same CPA for every business. Yeah, you're, you're, you hit it on a nail on that. And honestly, I'm still um, an absolute work in progress because I'm continuing to continue to add to my portfolio. So that's why it's important for me to work with individuals who have some type of organization outline uh, flow to their hustle. First of all, when they come to me, as far as my day-to-day runs, I do have multiple um, relationships, partnerships. I'm big on collaborations. So, uh, so that way I'm not being stuck wearing all the hats, you know? So I'm big on giving up a hat with no problem and making sure that I surround myself with individuals that can help me get to my next level of success. So a lot of my relationships are either my CPA, my mentors, my, uh, my uh, attorney, um, my confidants. Um, I align myself with people and I really develop a relationship with the people who help me get to my next level of success. So it's, it's great when, you're, when your BFF or your bestie is actually your CPA. It's an amazing thing when your confidant is actually your attorney. It's an amazing thing when you have, and I'm blessed to have multiple, more than one mentor that I'm able to go to and just kind of help me stay in line, help me not get all over the place make sure that the attraction for distraction ain't real. So yeah, it's, 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 it, it can be a little um, overwhelming um, as you're growing, but I'm grateful that with each business entity, I have very strong partnerships and we hold each other up and we hold each other down. So once again, for me, it goes back to the relationship thing. When you have good, strong, tangible, warm, and fuzzy relationship, there is nothing too big that you can't get done as a business. That's real talk. And she had some bars in there, you know. <laughs> Man, I said, hold on, is the album coming out too? Uh- <laughs> Lord! <laughs> God didn't bless me with that talent, but Lord, if he did, I'll be off the hook. Well, no, no, you you can take some pieces and do some things. We see the talent right now, or the uh, not the talent. We see what's out there right now. Yeah, it's really right, right, right. 
strategy, what you put together and just, you know, if you want it um, and willing to put in the work. But I could definitely, you know, see um, a book, podcast, YouTube out of you. Do you have any of those goals for, you know, 2021? Oh, absolutely. The book is, yeah, I'm in development for my books. Um, and then also podcast, the Networkers Networkers podcast will be coming 2021. Um, there's all kind of uh, developments with Clubhouse that we're actually just waiting to get approved uh, for our club room. And we have a series of multiple um, events coming on um, Clubhouse that's going to tackle opportunities to be able to buy your first real estate purchase um, in real estate, you know, first time home buyers, commercial buyers, if you need to be able to get like a, a virtual office to make sure that you're in compliance in regards to your business, separating the business from the personal. And then we also have a black uh, economics and equity series where we've talked about mentors, leadership, black wall street, uh, mixing business with pleasure. So we kind of dig deep into a lot of um, topics that plague our community, but our goal is to be a part of the solution. So we talk about the problem and then we come with the solution. So yeah, there's so much that I'm directly working on um, clothing line, merch. I mean, merch, you know, I, I, like you said, maybe the bars won't come in the form of song, but maybe the bars can be put on a t-shirt or a hat. So yeah, I want to, I'm definitely working on um, merch. Um, like I said, we want to expand our CBD business um, so much. I, I just feel like God will never give you more than you can bear. I believe that you know, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. So like Amen. today, I'm all about first class consultant. You know what I mean? So sometimes I will break down my companies and Mondays is for me to follow up. You know, if I have interviews, if I have two um, uh, conference calls, meetups, and then, you know, Tuesday, I get into my next grind. So sometimes I, even for myself, so I don't get overwhelmed. I have to break down my meetings, my interviews, my Zoom, club, even Clubhouse, because that's become a new part of my life now. So yeah, so like I said, nothing is um, easy. And I know sometimes because of Facebook and Instagram and people like to do it for the gram, they like to do it for the clout. They like to kind of front a little bit. I don't do none of it. What you see with me is absolutely what you get. And my goal is just to inspire, motivate, and make sure you never give up on your dreams because they are, it can be a reality. Amen to all of that. And you know, <laughs> I know people have told you this and I know in your, if you take your personality test, it starts with an E. I already know that just with all the things that you're going, you know, an ENTP or you're an E, you know, whatever you are, you're an E something. But <laughs> But the fact that, you know, if God puts it on your brain and you can find a way to, I say, break the game and rebuild it back up, then you should do it. Because I'm sure people have told you, oh, you're doing too much. What you trying to be special. And so, you know, talk about how you deal with that, because it's all usually like a family member and usually the closest ones to you. So how have you developed, you know, your real self-esteem? Because it all starts with you and how you feel about yourself. You know, your self-esteem when you have got that pushback of just be a mother, just be a wife, just own one business. Talk about that, please. Yeah. Um, and that retrospect is really just about uh, faith in it. That's faith, not fake. F-A-I-T-H. My faith um, and being able to be results driven. So, yeah, you're going to have naysayers. You're going to have people that's going to project their fears onto you because they feel like they can't and I can. I will also attest to I am a Gemini. So that, you know, I have 
energy times two just for the fact that that's you know my sign and my personality if you kind of believe in that uh, but also like I'm, I'm driven um, I'm highly motivated I'm highly encouraged to be able to make these win-win-wins happen. So when you have a win-win-win mindset that I preach and that I practice, it's not just about me. So I have to be accountable. I have to be a role model. I have to lead by example because there's so many people out here who are discouraged, who are stressed, who give up, who don't have no faith. There's so much fraud. There's so much fakeness out here. So when you are able to connect with somebody like me and they feel me, they see me and they hear me. I feel like I have a bigger, it's a bigger plan that God has for me. So I just kind of keep that in mind. And then also when you start seeing results, let me tell you something. When the results start kicking in, that by itself would kill any naysayer, any hater. So because I'm so results driven and I'm able to relish in my results and I'm able to smell and not just see but smell my own flowers, that by itself, I don't give a damn what nobody thinks. It don't matter, it can be my own husband. I stay focused on the plan and I and I stick to my script until I get to the finish line. And that alone, plus the all the people who DM me, text me, slide up in my inbox and let me know how inspired, how motivated. Sometime where it's, it feels a little bleak for me or I'm having those moments where it's like, dang, I'm, I'm, I'm not filled up because I, I pour into so many people. Now I need somebody to pour back into me. I'll get a text. I'll get a DM. I'll get a call. I might get like a, a cash app donation out of the blue. And that right there is what keeps me holding on. That right there is what keeps me inspired. That right there is what keeps me motivated to be able to empower and, and allow other people to kind of uh, lean off of my energy. So a lot, a lot of people are like, listen, I live vicariously through you. Like I was in Sedona last week, just past, just yesterday, I have a, 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 men, a mentee who's actually in town. She came seven deep. So, I, and like I said, I'm, you know, still trying to stay safe, you know, COVID safe, but I do get inspired and I do get motivated by, the millennials by the younger generation by business owners and entrepreneurs that will get out here and go make it happen relentlessly so as well as people are probably inspired by me but i'm also inspired by the people and that's what keeps me going man so what it sounds like i hear you saying to a lot of people no more waiting for perfect launch that thing release the project begin again whatever it is move to your next level i'm reading off our instagram folks no no you no know. that no that that's absolutely it because guess what you don't know what you don't know so unless everybody is a psychic you can't predict the future we don't know tomorrow next week next year what's gonna happen trust me Nobody saw all of what's happening in 2020 and 2019, right? So the best bet is just to be learn to be appreciative of the present. Don't hesitate. Quit looking for perfect and get out here and get your hustle on because it's so it, right now it's winning season for business owners right now. When you move and shake like a business, there's blessings, there's promise, there's opportunity. It's the American way for business ownership right now. So this is the time. Let's go. Amen. Amen. And she's not talking about loans from the SBA that they're going to go <laughs> trouble with later on, but that's a Forbes article for y'all to read, but that's, that's another, another topic. But, um, you know, miles Monroe inspired, um, 
my wife and I. I uh, love him. Yeah, and, and when he would talk about, you know, the best ideas are in the graveyard because people wouldn't even try, right? You know, and so at least you could try before you die, but also the impact of reading a book a week or at least trying, folks, it will change the game for so many. Just a book a week, all the information you'll know that others don't know, but it's all free right there at the library. So let me ask you, what was the last thing you read? And I also want to know what is your favorite conference to go to? Mm, that's a good one. Let me see. Okay, so last book that I even laid my eyeballs on probably was the Bible. Gotta stay in my word. <laughs> Gotta stay protected. I have tons of books, you know, that I that I, I love. I've actually had two or three books that I've been featured in. So, you know, those would be some favorites too. Um, as and as far as conference, it's been so long since I've been to a conference. Good Lord. <laughs> Let me think. Right now, I feel like these conferences on Clubhouse is the is. That's the most recent conferences I've actually attended since pre-COVID. But I am big on um, self-development, self-education, reading, writing, which is something that a lot of our people do not like to do at all. Um, And and sometimes if I don't have time to read a book, I'll listen to a book. You know what I mean? I love Napoleon Hill. Pretty much everything he has, I love him. The law of attraction. So sometimes when I'm in my, you know, just going through the motions, you know, processing thoughts, trying to figure some stuff out or just need a little bit of some inspiration, motivation, I do have like, you know, some go-to books. Anything dealing with the secret and law of attraction, that does it for me. Quick, fast, in a hurry. I can shift my energy, shift my mood immediately after reminiscing, reviewing. It can be a quote for me. It don't take much for me to read to keep me inspired and to shift my energy um, and to keep me motivated. Uh, but yeah, self-development, reading, educating myself. There's so many eBooks. There's so many online seminars, virtual seminars, virtual conferences. Now we're in a virtual world because we got pushed that way um, because of this pandemic and because we're pretty much in a worldwide disaster. But no, I absolutely recommend however they can download and upload the right information into your spirit. Get off Facebook, get off Twitter, get off CNN, Get off Instagram and read a read an inspirational, motivational, educational book. It might change your life. Well, man, definitely. A- amen again. You know that that's real, real talk. Now, with you know getting off all those things, um, and even Clubhouse, like you said, can be time consuming. I'm I'm a shy guy in in, in reality. What? I talk. Yeah, I, I talk when I need to talk when I have some value. But you know, when you talk like all day and you're giving advice and that's what you're doing, I love to listen on Clubhouse. And I was yeah. listening to, you know, the Steve Stouts and the Michael Orfowitz and E40 all in the same room with Van Jones. And I like to hear stories. And then, you know, if I have something of value, but I, I, I really like to just kind of be a voyeur because I get my game from the old people. I mean, it was the grandmothers and and all the great aunts. And I'd listen and I'd be like, okay, so when I take it to my circle, oh, you think I'm some type of, you know, unicorn? No, I just listened. I shut up and I listened. And even in Clubhouse, yes, somebody may have to pull me on um, when I'm on there. But what do you think about, you know, 
the 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 future of Clubhouse is going to be its own world in itself. Don't let I mean, you're seeing already courses and notes and everything. If you know, you being a consultant, that means you got a vision for the future. Where do you see this app going to? Man, um right now based upon the exclusive exclusivity of that, um I'm just right now it's been such a positive experience, you know. I'm hoping that um, with the exclusivity of that, that that kind of stays in effect because that's another uniqueness and a major attraction because it's kind of filtering out what I experience on Facebook that I don't like and what I might experience on Instagram and um, that I don't like. So I like the transparency of it. I like how you're able to be very authentic in it. So I'm hoping that um, certain topics that normally people shy away from because you have to be politically correct, you know, on certain other platforms that they continue to allow this platform to be a voice for realness, for being authentic, for being able to speak your mind. I don't know if you was actually on there, but uh, last weekend, not this past weekend, but last weekend, it, it was a heated conversation uh, with Kevin Hart that actually shut down Clubhouse servers. And that was a very um, unique uh, experience, you know what I mean, to be able to, and I'm only, I was only like a weekend, but it was an interesting dynamic that it don't matter if you a millionaire, billionaire, or a hundred air, you get, everybody is a VIP on Clubhouse. You don't get no special privileges because of your, your social status, your financial status, or even your IP in certain, um, uh, in certain rooms. So I hope that they continue to keep the transparency, allowing it to be authentic, allowing people to be able to speak their voice with no judgment zone and, um, and just continuing to build on the platform to empower brands. I think it's a fabulous tool. And then the synergy of people on there. I, I mean, we've been in rooms where people were like crying, crying, like so happy to be able to align themselves with so many positive forces. Like I've even was overwhelmed in emotion because it's like, this is something that I've been uh, so searching for, you know, to connect with people in a way that's so unique. And then I love the audio component because I can multitask on there. I can do multiple things and I don't have the video component. I, I like how user-friendly the app is. I like how they, they really empower people to really connect in a way that's never been done before so i just hope that more relationships more connecting more activating more learning more growing more evolving continue at pretty much they just need to keep doing what they're doing because right now based upon what they're doing i know you know the app is going to grow that's inevitable but i just hope that the exclusivity of it kind of stays intact and i hope that it doesn't get watered down with too many fake people <laughs> De definitely are too many are too many know-it-alls who um you know they come in and and take up all 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 the time and you know and, and it's just you know you show how grandiose and you're like hold on what, what's your net worth uh what what have you you done you know if you if you don't maybe you're like al Heyman and nobody knows what your net worth is but you know i i do like that that you can talk to everybody because we're all just people at the end of the day it doesn't matter how much money you have how many countries you know whatnot um if you have kids married yeah, i mean just what's your input into the world so yeah i was just wondering you know at, with the the consultant hat if you could you know uh paul and rohan if you could uh you know tell them this is what i like i i personally asked um and an, an, a message to them 
what server they were on when that shut down because I used to work with a, a big server company and okay. you know and, and so I wanted to know what what server I haven't got an answer yet but that's okay um, I'm still digging to to find out there's a way to find that out now you are having all this success with business how long have you been doing business I've actually been an entrepreneur since um, 2006. I went full time, 100% um, in 2008. So from 2008 until today, I've Mm -hmm. 100% been a self-employed entrepreneur. Wow. And and what made you go that route and and take that leap of faith? You know what? Um, It was the passion that I had in being of service, of being able to help people connect the dot. I can't explain it, but it was a true high that I had based upon being able to be of service and help people create successes. And it started off as just me helping people didn't have no um, intention, you know, behind it, just wanted to help. And then I just kind of became a a, a sponge. And I noticed how, especially in the um, retrospect of entertainment, I I peeped early on how disconnected they were from the actual business side of of, of business when it came to business entertainment. So that made me feel like, okay, I could, I can carve out a niche here um, and I can pop and be different because I don't rap. I don't sing. I don't dance. God did not bless me with any of those musical, you know, artistic talents in that regard. But when it comes to business, you know, that's my art and networking is truly my passion. Wow. Wow. And so, I mean, you're really giving the brains to the, what we call the talent, now, in dealing with musicians, everybody is a rapper Ooh. nowadays. Uh, <laughs> people come to you and say, hey, I got this music. I don't know what to do with it. I ain't got no money. Is there a course maybe that you could create? I'm trying to put it on you because I just don't have, <laughs> I'm trying to keep my hair, trying to keep my hair lengthy, my love locks flowing. I mean, is there a course or what would you say to that artist that comes to you? Come to Michelle, don't come to me me right now with that that says I got music I don't know what to do with it yeah I I get I get those quite a few often even people who want me to be their publicist to be their manager um in in those retrospects it's just a vetting thing for me as far as what I personally take on but because I am a consultant I have a, a wide network um that I uh have established I'm able to pretty much refer them uh connect them with the right people that who are more experienced in that lane. And like I said, I don't try to do everything, but I don't turn people down either. You know what I mean? Because we all need help. It could just be a contact. It could be a phone number. It could be sharing an Instagram profile of somebody who can help. So I still keep myself pretty connected. I'm normally one, two, maybe max three calls away from whoever, you know, when it comes to this, you know, it ain't no six degrees of separation with me. It's more like three. Um, but if I have uh, artists who come to me who are kind of new, they really don't know what to do. I know people on every level in, in the music side that I just send them um, referrals to. So I'm big on referrals. I'm big on collaborations. I'm big on partnership. I think the best compliment you could give a business owner is a referral. Man, that's that's real talk. That's real talk. I'm going to, you know, off air say, hey, um, can I send these people to you? Because <laughs> I, 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 I don't I bet, know. I bet with your platform, you probably get <laughs> hit, you know what I'm saying, with a lot. But, you know, some of them need development. Some of them need certain different etiquette. Some, you know, it, 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 it's a developmental thing for me because I cannot 
put you out there half-ass. You know what I'm saying? I, because it's also a reflection of my brand and my and my name. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we have to kind of go through like a a boot camp, you know what I mean, De- for development purposes before we put you out there. Because once we put you out there, it ain't no turning back. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of they go through like a development stage. So depending upon what the needs are, we do an assessment or we do like a, a, a consultation and let me identify your needs. Let me identify what your goals are. Let me understand what the vision is. And then we come up with a plan of attack to see what can be done to get you toward that level of success. So it might not be so much what I can do. It might just be me helping them find the blueprint, the resources, the connections to get them toward that direction of success. You guys are are hearing this I, my, from my Gemini sister. You know, I'm, I'm June 14th. I'm are June. You? Yeah. I, so, so you feel me? I'm 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 a, I'm the May Gemini now. We we so, we hit a little different than the June Gemini. <laughs> now, but but with that, you know, you talk about the um, initial conversation i try to make my and you got my automated text before this i try to make my initial as affordable even for a 14 year old i'm like at least they could pay this amount of money you know because i want to just have a put an impact on everyone because i did this like you for free before i even knew what i was doing i was doing it right and it was just about the work and it still is about the work but now i have people to pay now i have you know software i have to pay for and it it gets expensive and conferences I have to fly out to. So when someone comes to you, what is that price, that initial price range? Because it can always change and it should always go up, folks. But what what does that look like before they send you an email, say, at least I got to have X amount of dollars so I can get some type of an assessment? Yeah. Well, for me, you know, packages can start anywhere, you know, $500. I'm a very um, hands-on person from a consultant standpoint. So, you know, we need to kind of review, assess, see where you add, break it down, give a, a plan of action, PR, marketing, that can kind of get up there. You know, there could be campaigns starting at $1,500, $2,000, $3,000, it just depends on where they're at, what level of success have they accomplished up until this point. Where are they trying to go? What does the sales go? So it is everybody pretty much for the most part, it is customized for their personal situation. But to come and say, I have zero and I want to go from that to getting, you know, status like Rihanna, Beyonce. I mean, it's some people who got some, you know, McDonald budgets, but got some caviar taste. You know what I'm saying? So I would just say in with those type of people, just be just be willing to grind, be willing to intern, be willing to uh, uh, shadow other individuals and and, and, and so season to them. You know what I'm saying? Because that's still going to put you in the room. That's going to allow you to connect with the right people. You're also being mentored. But see, we in a different space now where people want it fast. They want it quick. They want immediate gratification. They don't want to put the work in. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you're dealing with that type of energy, I don't even know because there's no short way to success. And there's so many times for me that I've learned more from my failures than my wins. Definitely, definitely. With with all the success that you have had and that you're going to have in the future, because the best is yet to come, what is uh, the community give back that you have um, that you're doing or that you want to do in the future? 
Yeah, well, actually, I'm on multiple boards uh, with nonprofits, um, MMT Foundation. That uh, foundation, me and my business partner registered that about two years ago. So that is part of our community where, you know, kind of going back to my mother died from cancer. My business partner, mother just died from cancer. So there's a lot of things that this virus, these diseases plague our community. I got people dealing with lupus. I got people dealing with a lot of stuff. And that actually takes away from your business. That takes away from your family. So to be able to provide resources, scholarships for those individuals, even if it's just paying some bills, you know what I mean? Making sure that that's one less thing they got to worry about. There's no aid. There's no SOS. There's no government assistance for business owners. If you, your business go out of business or you struggling there's nowhere you can go to go get no no aid you know what i mean so we wanted to create scholarships fundraising campaigns to be able to help um failing or struggling businesses i'm also on the board for ready set go ready set go foundation was the foundation set up to be able to provide entrepreneur uh education courses and classes and support systems for entrepreneurs so um that's ran by councilman um uh harris he's actually on clubhouse as well so he's been that that organization has been around almost a decade so um, that organization is very big on providing the right uh, educational tools and leadership for, for uh, up and coming or active um, entrepreneurs. And then I get involved with a lot of other uh, community efforts. I'm real big in philanthropy, real big with, as far as being a humanitarian. So even if it's not an organization that I'm directly a part of, if I see you um, making a difference in the community, I sow seeds all day long. You know, right now we can't go to church, right? Because of the pandemic. So I've been giving offerings randomly, um, you know, paying it forward to other uh, nonprofits or other individuals who are making a difference in the community. And I'll just send them a quick little cash app and say, hey, just keep doing what you're doing. Keep grinding. Because that seed right there, it will it will grow into something beautiful. Now, I just cultivated that you know they're uh, uh complimenting me publicly they share the information out there they're able to accomplish their goal i've had people literally call me like crying you know and i even helped about 30 businesses get the ppp and the eidl money as well because my goal was not to keep the information to myself my goal was to empower my people one thing that i felt like most business owners is missing right now we got the grind we got the resources we got the hustle we got the, the vision but we ain't got the money Right. So I'm like, OK, let me flip this script. And I shared it. And I want to stay out of 10 business owners that I reached out to. Maybe one even knew about the whole PPPE idea. And I thought that was a very alarming number that 10 out of, a, you know, 10 people out of 100 had a clue about this free money at one point in time that was really out there with no red tape. So I made it a mission, I want to say from like April till about September to empower the information with the right qualified business owners so that they didn't lose out on this opportunity. And there was about almost 30 businesses that I just consulted and advised and make sure they understood how it worked, what you need to do, how to be compliant, what to look out for, how to da 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 da. And they all were awarded, you know, anywhere from 20 to $150,000. So now, it feels great to align myself with business owners who got twenty to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars sitting in a business bank account because now we can have we can really start doing business, not just talking business like we were before when a bank account was negative. No, definitely that that's a great thing. You know, I, I, I on this show I I tell people be careful 
about the money that you take because the SBA has had money, you know, guaranteed loans as long as you had 20%. And be careful because as we see, folks, you know, certain entertainers have been caught up even and they're they're going Which directly is stupid to like dumb dumb stupid i'm sorry like why would you take a business loan and go buy a maserati why would you take a business loan and go fly to jamaica you know what i'm saying like that's the one thing as a business that we're missing you know what i'm saying so why would you not use your personal funds for personal stuff and now you have your business funds to help invest into your business, help flourish your business, help get your business to the next level because now the money ain't the problem no more. Now it's just about you having the vision and the commitment to see it through. Well, they needed Michelle to help them <laughs> um, with that because you, 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 do you find it interesting that, you know, most publicists, and I know why this is even, you know, for black talent, especially top back talent, they still have their, their team doesn't look like them. Shout out to lot Bron James. Cause he's one of those that he does. Michael Ja White, one of those that, you know, he has, you know, people of all sorts, but he definitely has black folk on his team, but that it's like they don't trust their own and what type of psychology I, I have investment in Africa and, and I have, you know, stuff that I, I love being in Africa in different countries. What, what part? Well, my wife is from Cameroon. So that's always okay. we start there. And my bloodline goes to Cameroon, Nigeria and Mali um, have some investment right now in Ghana and Kenya. Kenya's not doing so well with a business partner who doesn't understand payback at this moment. But that um, but also South Africa and Ethiopia, I have been and it's wide open. And I know I, I said that to say because last year I had the blessing to visit East Africa, the Pearl of Africa, Kampala, Uganda. Mm. And on the fifth day of being there, I actually, um, we had a meeting with the president. So I've actually met the president of Kampala, Uganda. So that was a, we can have a whole part two, just talking about that experience, which was something that was next level. And I said, hey, every black person in America or more has to visit Africa. You ha it's, it's just, we have to do it. We have to go in, at least one time in your whole life, have to go and visit Africa. Now you got, you put the, that's the magic word here, Africa. So now that we've said Africa, forget what I, where I was going with representation. Y'all know you need a Michelle Tucker <laughs> to, to be thinking for you. But how did you do that? Because when you say that, people are going to say, yo, she's special. How did she meet with Masebity? How did that happen? How did she learn Mambo Jumbo, Uhaligani, and, and really, like, what sparked that? Did you get picked out of a group, or did you just put in the work, and it just, you know, you had a project out there? We absolutely put in the work. We had a project. Um, it was about a 18-month cultivation, right? So we set up an LLC out there. We really was open because, obviously, as you know, um, how wide open Africa is and how they really want a lot of the um, American culture there. And um, there was an American client who had a, a cannabis initiative. So pretty much same thing I've been saying on this, on this show is cultivating the right relationships, seeing how you could add value to other individuals. And the value was because we had a hierarchy connection to the government of Africa I just shared it with some key people. Once again, I don't withhold information, sitting on information because you feel like, well, I got to get paid. You could be doing yourself a disservice, waiting. 
I'm gonna hold on to this information because I didn't get what I need. That's very selfish um, uh, uh, type of mindset because you give up. What is ideas come, dreams come all day long. Share them ideas, sell them ideas, <laughs> connect with the right people. So I we we cultivated a relationship for 18 months. We wound up having a a, a project that we I, I uh, qualified some clients who actually afforded us the opportunity to take us there. So it was five days of some next level stuff that took place in um, Kampala. So no, I don't feel like I was, I felt like I was favored from, from a higher power, but I don't feel like I was made special. I just share information. I look out for other people. I'm, like you said, I listen, I speak when I need to speak. And I'm always open for opportunity to see if there's some synergy, kind of like putting a, a, a piece of a puzzle together. So I saw an opportunity to share what we had going on in Africa with some Americans that I know to see, hey, are you open? Because I know I don't have everything, you know, I don't have all the pieces of the puzzle together. So I'm going to have to share. So I shared a piece of that puzzle with a group um, out of uh, Calabasas and they were so pumped because they were already in, in, in movement um, in certain parts of Africa anyway. So when we were able to pretty much deliver Kampala on a silver platter, they was like, when can we go? What's up? Da, 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 da. And I'm telling you, I only had like maybe a week notice to get prepared to be there for a week when we decided to go. So sometimes you have to be ready uh, for what you pray for. You got to stay ready because you just never know where this journey can take you. And that journey took, and that was my first time ever out of the country in my whole entire life. life. So to be able to have my first out of the country experience, and that experience was the Pearl of Africa. I was like in full total bliss. <laughs> the, the the real Wakanda, the the real Wakanda, the real one. <laughs> and so I have a, a beta site called Mall of Africa Africa or Mall for Africa okay. Africa. Same site, but but people hear me, you know, talk about it. I am going to take this conversation off air, but I need you to tell the people, how did Africa treat you? How was the infrastructure? Were there just monkeys and zebras? But give them your experience of your five star experience. Or if you did a rural experience, I need you to just let that light shine so they can, you know, there's so much propaganda negative That's on true. Africa. No, you're absolutely right. Because if you've never been to Africa, like I hadn't, and you just go by what you see on TV, you'll be thinking some straight out the jump. You'll be thinking something really crazy, right? No, it was very modern. They, we went at the hotel we was at, we went to the bar, they had Surat Hennessy. They was listening to Snoop Dogg, you know what I'm saying? E-40. Uh, we went, we, we didn't get a chance to do a whole lot, but we went by like a casino, just some normal stuff. Now, what I did love was that they're very, um, the food was so healthy, Lord Jesus, so fresh and healthy, right? It, I mean, you don't really see no obese people in Africa. Everybody is very fit. Physique is, you know, nice. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and that, while these girls are here getting all these butt shots and butt implants, like it's, everybody naturally shaped out there. So ain't no McDonald's, no better Taco Bell. It ain't none of that going on out there. But we went to a casino. We went to a couple of nights. It was really, uh, I felt at home. I can't explain it. But to say, honestly, I truly felt like it was. And I remember being present and thinking like, this feels like home. 
It didn't feel like I was so many thousands and thousands and thousands of miles away. You know what I mean? So I absolutely want to go back. But this time I want to go back with a stronger team, a stronger alliance. I want to be able to uh, bring the right relationship because we do have some things going on with some hierarchies that are part of the uh, Ugandan government. So they're open and giving us a blessing to usher in opportunities that will make Kampala Uganda a first world country and not a third world country. They want, they want it all, the, the entertainment, the, you know, the media, the, the education, the, the, the community. I was, you know, like I said, just blessed to be able to be a part of that trip. And I just can't wait to see what trip two is going to bring forth. So anytime anybody I, ne I network with speaks on Africa in any shape, form or fashion, you get my ear even more so because I really want to go back. And most people have never been to East Africa. East Africa is a little untapped in comparison to like South Africa and other parts that are a little bit more popular. But, you know, there's opportunity throughout the whole continent of Africa. But like I said, I just had the pleasure of going to the Pearl of Africa. So that was kind of cool. And like I said, nothing too special. Like I said, I just shared the information, had an opportunity and knew to sow it to the right people. And one of those individuals afforded us to go covered our whole trip, all expenses paid and got us there. And it was a, a hell of a ride. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna start name dropping, but I'm gonna do that off air. You guys have gotten the game, really the game overload on this one. And you know, <laughs> she said round two, I can go a whole nother hour too, like Joe Rogan talking about Africa. You know, I just get excited. Everything you said, I concur. I agree. You guys like, share, subscribe, listen, give this game. It is to show entrepreneurs how to start, sustain, and succeed in business. Michelle, thank you very much. You're so welcome. Thank you for the opportunity. I enjoyed you. You are so thought-provoking. Um, this was fun. You know, shout out to everything that you're doing. I got to make sure I'm following you on Clubhouse and would love to come back and maybe bring a guest with me. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversified Game Podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit diversifiedgame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.